Tesla fucking keychain. You can get a Tesla bathtub. I don't know what they sell. Probably a lot of stuff. They're going to sell a Tesla robot is soon. This, is this episode brought to you by Tesla? <clears throat> Could be. Tesla gave a shit about us. I don't think they do. What's your dog eating? Make sure you're talking into the microphone. Tesla. Brought to you by... <laughs> Not smogging. Is he Swedish? No, South African. I think he's Swedish. South um, African. By way of Sweden. <laughs> Swedish Hi, land. everybody. Swedish land. <laughs> what is she eating? She she's eating her own chewing, ass? No, she's oh. chewing on her... She chews, she chews her own nails off for us. She's Ew. really handy. Our dog, Rosa, is, does her own pedicures. Um... Tesla does dog. not provide pedicures for her? Not dog pedicures. Yeah. Okay. This week. Oh, fuck. My screen went to sleep. To Podumentary. <clears throat> documentary podcast. Mm-hmm. Where we talk about a documentary every week. This week, we are talking about Misha and the Wolves on Netflix. Spoiler Histor- alert. Directed by? I don't know. Somebody. Uh, Sam Hopkinson. Uh, written by Sam Hopkinson. Fool just took all the credit. He did everything. He's like, I'll just do it. I'll mm-hmm. do it myself. I got it. It's fine. I'll do it. Um, spoiler alert, though. Bitch is a liar. Well, I mean, they will watch this, hopefully. Well, They're spoiler not alert. Just have us do a book report. They might. They might be lazier than me. Maybe. It's not possible. But, um,. It'd be handy if somebody else had a documentary podcast and we just you just listened to them sum up what happened and then you just talked about it. So you didn't have to do your own homework. That's like... I feel like... Why wouldn't you just watch the documentary, exactly. though? Anyways. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know if you won the argument or fucking lost it there for yourself. <laughs> At any rate... Um, what did you think about it? So I'd read the synopsis and it said, you know, this girl was a person or something. <laughs> it says uh, on Netflix. So it's, it's brought to you by Netflix, not Tesla. Uh, Misha and the Wolves is the dramatic tale of a woman whose Holocaust memoir took memoir, memoir, story, memoir. took the world by storm, but a follower. Huh? Memo wire. Memo memo ear. Anyhow, uh, her her book uh, was the retelling of her Holocaust survival story as she like lived with wolves or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the little Netflix blurb is like, or did she? You know, like it kind of it alluded to the fact that there was you know there was going to be some. Uh, falsehoods that were revealed so i wasn't going into it totally blind but i never heard about this story when it was coming out originally back in the day um for whatever reason i don't i don't know when it when the story was being originally being published and like there was some interest you know as far as like getting it into oprah's book club and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. i don't i mean that that would have been a number of years ago because oprah hasn't had her daytime show in some time so yeah Mm -hmm. i i wouldn't have known about whatever the fuck it was going on at the time uh but apparently it was it was big in europe in, in it, which, which makes sense that belgium. it, it belgium. being that that was where belgium belgium belgium, belgium. and things the people are belgian and the, the country is belgium the food is belgian 
Belgian. The yeah. waffles, the people, all the important stuff. Okay. Um, I just get the two messed up all the time. I know. It's upsetting. I know. So, anyhow, the the story is that she was an eight-year-old child and her parents were deported uh, during World War II away from their homes home Mm -hmm. and um she was at least at the start of things a hidden child Mm -hmm. a hidden jewish child uh that was absorbed into a catholic family and given a new identity and and in that way um saved from being you know taken to a, a concentration camp herself and at some point in that young eight-year-old part of her life she was like i gotta bounce i got a compass i want to go find my parents and just wandered off and along the way living in the wild what have you stealing food and you know just kind of wandering along headed headed east all the while to you know get to germany and where she understood her parents to be um she was just she was moving and grooving and then somewhere along the way you know she was taken in by her, her version of was initially like a, a single uh, female wolf lady and and then, you know, on into like a pack of wolves and she was some some lower level member of the pack. Um, and then she just she kind of laid low and kept moving and, and whatever and, and skirted around wherever there was Nazi um, occupation in different places and whatever, stayed in the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the story that was published, you know, like her journey and her survival. Um, and I right there, I'm out. I was like, bro, I'm sorry, but an eight year old now granted the eight year olds of world war two and the eight year olds of, of 1960, whatever. And the eight year olds of the 2000, like totally different, mm-hmm. different creature cuts. Right. Yeah. Um, from one, one to the next, the next, the next, the next, that's I, this is a thing, but I really do think I'm like okay, well, eight year olds back in World War Point Two were like working in factories and mm-hmm. and like they were holding down, they're smoking like cigars, yeah, totally. like cigarellos. They were like hardened no, little people. My, my issue isn't with that or their ability to, to not die of of frostbite. Be, well, to be focused. Yeah, she's and you know she again she, as she tells it, I I stole food as I you know as much as I I knew I needed to get. Uh, I needed to take some food and some water with me and a knife to defend myself. Get the fuck out of here. And maybe, again, maybe eight-year-olds in, you know, that day and age had a lot more wherewithal. But again, you're still an eight-year-old brain that's developing. Um, also, can we talk about wolves at that time? I think, and I could be wrong, I believe it was World War One, not World War Two, But still relatively close enough to a point in history world war one they had to stop both sides fighting at one point because they were being taken out taken out by wolf packs it's like this wolf this super pack that was just killing soldiers on both sides so they literally did i think they had a ceasefire so that they could address the wolf issue that could be a bullshit story she put out though that might not even be true yeah i know right but so you know what i mean so wolves were not no wolf is not in a wolf pack is not going to eat an eight-year-old child i know that there's like supposedly like you know that supposedly at one point you know there's been a couple uh quote-unquote wolf children that's a 
baby that gets taken in and it's but a babies are thing. even easier I to know. eat and they generally would be but if they if you got the right female i could see that but an eight-year-old child i don't know i just just to have the focus even as a world war ii different kind of cut different you know different certainly generation cut from a lot tougher stock and mm-hmm. like again you have like farm kids that were like yeah I'm going to go and deal with whatever my job is on the farm at eight years old. Even still, like, the focus, this idea of I've got to head east, I've got to keep it moving, I've got to make sure that I swipe shit, mm-hmm. you know, in order to feed myself and keep myself warm. I just don't even, see it in eight Even temperature maintenance. Oh, uh, yeah, that, the, the exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, even that aside, I'm like, no fucking kid is going to... I get pe- people will move heaven and earth, little ones or adults, to get to their... their their people that they're trying like, to get maybe to. Maybe a super genius baby that <clears throat> just knows stuff about hypothermia. I don't know. Oh, you remember what was that show? I mean, you just you Hannah? know it was like Hannah. She was genetically engineered. And though. She was raised by a survivalist. She was trained. That's the that's a big difference. Well, also, also that's not by a, a special ops. That's a father m- movie. Also, yes. Which I guess this mm-hmm. is as good as. So you know, as funny as watching it right from the jump, where they're interviewing. Did you slam the car door enough to, like, never be able to open it again? <laughs> Good. It's fucking secure. Um, watching her, her inter- so the chick's name was, well, she's a liar, so who knows what her name is now. Um, Fonseca or something like that. Lying ass Fonseca. It was, is, well, Misha de Fonseca. Mm-hmm. So, when they're interviewing Misha, mm-hmm. I was like, she seems so put on. Mm-hmm. Like her, as they're, they're you know, going, all right, marker and like, go, tell your story. Well, it all started in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, she's, she's putting on, like she seems, and I get, I get that even if she's gone on book tours and all the different things, I was like, she just, it doesn't seem, uh, natural it seems like natural that she knows her shtick mm-hmm. and then of course fast forward and you're like oh oh that was like full on actress. this was an actress and this was exactly that where like as everything finally the the pin comes out and everything falls apart and, you're, and they're like oh by the way here's mm-hmm. this whole thing um that's been revealed it's, she goes you know they take her off and they have her like in her dressing room and they're taking the hair piece off of her and wiping the makeup off and they're like it's like, yeah. like that's the whole point. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was odd to me. And I, but again, I was like, okay, but I get that the synopsis is supposed to be that like, there's, there's a, but wait, there's a catch, mm-hmm. but I still didn't get like why she seemed so full of shit. And like, it just didn't seem genuine the way that I mean, what's kind of, she cool was being interviewed and talking almost a, it's like a, what is it called? Like a, like it's a trick, but the, the, the but the when a director is like uses a mechanism to to put to have you off put. By oh yeah, yeah, D- to to uh, red herring, like yeah. so that you're focusing on whatever the weird idiosyncrasies are. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's like a there's a word for that, not an effect, like a behavior, like a it's a tool, a sneaky sneak. No, a tool that they're basically there's an actual word for it. It's when they're basically having a sneezing fit. Uh, it's when they are filming something 
and they're trying to go for so they're using this thing to this word this word to get some kind of emotion or some type of sense from you well what it got for me was i was like i don't i i, I doubt mm-hmm. her yeah you, you already know, were like this i is doubt bullshit. her uh qualificate no her her credentials to be no um but it was just it was kind of it was interesting it was a good uh not a trick but it was a good uh method because i was already doubting and then little do you know it's like oh shit like Mm-hmm. You were right to doubt, but then that doubt was just again. another mm-hmm. layer where they're like, oh, mechanism. by the way, like yeah. this isn't her. So it, it really, I did. I, I liked, I liked how much that was, it was confused. It was, mm-hmm. it was purposefully I mean, kind off, of uh, confusing. Yeah. And so that you just kind of d- didn't anticipate where they were going. You, I mean, again, you knew that there was, there was some, something fishy. But that part of it, you, I couldn't have anticipated that they're like that. This isn't even really her. Totally. Um, so that was really kind of cool. I thought that was interesting, an interesting little play. Um, and I, I think the juxtaposition of it was also even that much more dramatic because the friends from around town mm-hmm. that they interviewed, like the actual people from the little town that she that that where the story started. Mm-hmm. Um, She'd gone to synagogue and it was like a had to do, I think, with some kind of a Holocaust Remembrance Day, some kind of a holy day. And she goes and, and she talked to her neighbors, I think, initially was how it kicked off um, and told her story. And then they're like, oh, you've got to tell your you know, you got to tell your story to the community. And and then she did. And then it just that just kind of was like a little bit of a fire that, that mm-hmm. was lit. And then it just kind of started growing. And then the, the publisher, what's that chick's name? Um, oh, I have it on something barbara Mm -hmm. joan allison Mm -hmm. sandy dawn mary stop it um they all were real and you could feel that jane daniel um you could feel very much like they were like they were like she was our friend like we we'd heard her story we're blown away Mm -hmm. absolutely blown away like what a life what a you know what a whole thing she'd gone through and you know here she is um but i like what the therapist at the end talks about what what's that where she, the, the, the she says like don't first of all it was greed part of why they believed it wasn't just friendship wasn't that her story was that great that was that that she was so good at lying that this or that or this that it was greed that helped motivate that publisher like oh yeah but like her neighbors like her homies yeah they didn't have a horse in the race they just it was a it was a tale that was you know Mm -hmm. woven by this person that they didn't have any reason to doubt i mean it seems it seemed very outrageous and like but that was i mean crazy shit went on during the hall like mm -hmm. look at the look at the things yeah and that was that was that that therapist where she was like this listen she did go through so ultimately you look at it and go, okay, so um, she she did live in Belgium during mm-hmm. World War II. She was she was adjacent, you know. Her life experience was adjacent, not in any danger mm-hmm. directly, because she was not a Jewish child, mm-hmm. uh, hidden or otherwise. Um, she was found out to have been a Catholic kid mm-hmm. and safe and whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
her father was um, part of a resistance group. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, because he ran his mouth and didn't, you know. Yeah. Uh, he was posting stuff online. And uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he got himself in hot water. And ultimately, her parents were deported off to concentration camps. Yeah, and died there. And then she and other members of the family, but you know, it seemed like her, obviously this is what like hit her, you know, she, she's got the stigma then, hey, her parents are taken away. And that's, mm-hmm. that's that, that's awful. Um, it, it, there were overlapping uh, vibes that went along with um, um, Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, you should watch it. That one's fucked up. That one's a weird one, right? But it's, it's like really, really heavy. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's heavy, but it's really good. And Fine, it's, I'll watch it's it. Tycho. It's so good. But she was then kind of like stigmatized because she was um, a traitor's. Yeah, she was a traitor's daughter. daughter. Okay, mm-hmm. so you like that sucks, but you were fucking safe. Your parents probably died a horrible, awful yeah. death along with so many other people. Um that that, you know, that doesn't diminish. Um but Again, the reason probably the people in town was like, you know, we're like, oh, this is like plausible. Is it plausible? Because the things that people had to do, hiding in attics, I mean, come on, Mm -hmm. but hiding in sewer systems Mm -hmm. and like just even even the whole, the whole thing, the whole network, Mm -hmm. holy hell of the the hidden Jewish children, which was like, dude, um, two things. I... It was incredible unless a building burned down and records were lost, which, of course, is that can happen with electronics. But like just seeing all of the the handwritten mm-hmm. uh, records and things like that. But the fact that they had a four piece system in order to hide the children so that if one was was captured, mm-hmm. it wouldn't lead you immediately to some kid that could then be dragged off and yeah. murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, that was amazing. And you're just like, it's. It's the human spirit and the, and the the perseverance and the the survival instinct and drive, like yeah, and also I to mean, protect children, number one, but just just to survive and just to mm-hmm. to kind of um, just try to live, mm-hmm. and the practices that would have been put in place. Um, so she didn't go through all that, mm-hmm. and that's that's where that that um, therapist at the end was like. It was greed, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I think she was getting high off the off the notoriety and stuff like that. And, and well, and also know it. She know was it a resonates. cheerful ass bitch, though, going back for those book mm-hmm. tours. It's like, and she would put on. Well, she would cry on she, camera. She went from a, being a very sad child and not having not a very good life to having being a star. So it's the opposite. Know what resonated or what like stood out for me is her parents dying or being gone right around the age that dad lost. Ma, our, our grandma right and the survival instinct that kicks in for well also about behaviors yeah behaviors and also around storytelling and try, how which maybe, is surviving which yeah, is surviving and that's the that mentally trauma. like how maybe children and at that age create beliefs and universes around things to help them deal with things mentally well you and that's what, I mean? what that's what she eventually she's when you know she got caught with her dick out um she was saying it it was not actually reality but it was my reality is my way of surviving but it's like but you like it's just you knew what well, other people were going through believe- to actually survive mm-hmm. while you were posted up at your grandparents house mm-hmm. and you were safe like you were safe again doesn't your parents were ripped away from you and 
and however much you knew or didn't know about what was going on at the camp, she might not have even been aware of that. Mm-hmm. But like your parents are gone, and that's at eight years old. Like that's world she, crushing. If, if they were calling her a traitor's, uh, the traitor's daughter, they what were the probably f- also saying your dad's dead. He's a yeah. traitor. You knew what that meant, I mean, right, that, that, right? Right, right, right. So and even even if the, they weren't dead right when she turned eight, I'm just saying the the. Eventually, she would have she would have known that, but yeah. but then you grew up and you knew what people mm-hmm. really went through True. to to survive a concentration camp or mm-hmm. to survive because people bet your ass were living in the yeah. fucking woods, hunkered down, just trying to stay off the fucking radar. Oh. Um, so it's like you grew up and you oh, yeah. you knew That's... what people actually went through, and then to open your trap, yeah. and to have the fucking audacity to. Mm-hmm. spin that story and claim that kind of trauma I, it, it, it's just it's i mean but look at her genet- genetics she's the daughter of a traitor <laughs> <laughs> yeah i no, mean no, no, hey I, yeah no fucking integrity there no <laughs> i mean yeah i mean well I, and I don't, he, i'm not saying he, it's understandable he flipped so that the mom would be protected and then she ended up yeah. her ass on a train anyways because like, it turns out nazis are no <laughs> fucking honor amongst nazis yes. it's that really my takeaway is that is the worst part of it all that you can't trust nazis mm-hmm. yeah and it seems like or you know, catholics <laughs> <laughs> little or, catholic girls or <laughs> You can't, you can't trust them. Um, so yeah, so okay, Belgian, so Belgian, specifically Catholic, Belgian Catholic girls, lying ass, <laughs> yes, Belgian Catholic girls named Misha, or I don't think that was even her name. Her name was Monique. Yes, De Fonseca. <laughs> no, DeWall or some shit. Yeah, totally. So anyhow, um, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so okay, so then this bitch, <laughs> whatever her name, that's is. her real name. Again, lying, putting some shit on her past that she did not suffer through because she did. Were on fire. She did suffer through some stuff, but not the shit she said. Yes. Having been aware as an adult person what yes. people actually did go through, shame the fuck on you. Yes. And then she's like, okay, cool. I'm getting all this notoriety and. And well, and her old ass aunt was like, she's always been full of shit. Yeah. And fuck her dad. Her dad was a traitor. Her fucking dad. Would, but that's yeah, the thing. Like, he, mouth. He, yeah, if he would have just shut the fuck up, like in resistance yes. fighting, shut the fuck up is pretty goddamn crucial Very important. to the operation. Very key. But there again, maybe like he's like narcissistic and he was like, I'm helping, helping. And it's like, well, no wonder your dumbass lying daughter. She's got this big fucking ego she earned from you. Um, So God rest rest his soul. Um, So narcissistic genetics. The book gets put out. It's like Mm -hmm. translated into a bunch of different languages. Maybe Oprah's going to get it on her book club. Maybe Disney's going to option the rights. And, and then she starts coming off the radar and that when they start kind of getting that, I was like, Oh, she knows she, it, they're, mm-hmm. Oprah's going to fucking research this shit personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he fucked up. And Disney's going to fucking research mm-hmm. this shit personally. Um, and then she kind of like started pulling back and like was being weird with, with the publisher who ah, was a little spotty on whether or not the publisher was. She was greedy for sure. Yeah. She was opportunistic and whatever. Um, but whatever. Uh, it's business, mm-hmm. baby. Um, and... Then she sues the publisher. Mm-hmm. Huge balls. You're mm-hmm. suing the publisher, yeah. 
for quote unquote stolen royalties that end up getting you fucking caught when you know in your lying ass fucking head that you any dollar but you earned scam, from that, but she's a scam she artist. just wanted, yeah. But I'm like, bro, are you because kidding me? Because she also scammed people out of, like, from the in the town, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's a scam artist. But yeah, I was just like, oh wow. But and just I like the going, therapist at the end going, don't, her anyways. Yeah, yeah, don't pretend that she doesn't didn't know what she was doing. You know what I mean? Like, With her green fucking to, eyeshadow. Yeah. Did she know she was doing that? Because that was rough. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's just it was like if you're going to court though you run the risk of getting looked at harder and deeper and faster and mm. whoa um he's ovulating wait, now yeah mm-hmm. i don't think that's court no. um so that was pretty ballsy that she ran the risk that somebody might maybe look into whatever then nobody fucking did apparently mm-hmm. to uh, vet her story at that point so she wins like a 22 million dollar settlement against so this dark. publisher and that was where that was really interesting. It's like, oh, you kind of fucked yourself on the deal, didn't you? Because mm-hmm. then publisher who had like all the receipts, I think the kids call them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where like the the little chink in the armor showed. And then uh, some kind of an account or something she'd signed. Mm-hmm. Um, Misha or Monique yeah. revealed her birth mother's real name. Yep date of birth, all these different things. And that's when it just kind of the, the can of worms got opened. So her dumb ass, mm-hmm. um, a genealogist was, was, uh, contacted in the States somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. And she kind of got the ball rolling. Um, she, she was a little pit bull. Both of, both of the people that got, go well, on she, research. I mean, it's the investigator. Like that's very much the researcher. Uh, her name was Sharon Sargent. No. Well, that's the one oh. here in the States. Uh, uh, so Evelyn she she Heindel. checked out some stuff and um, and it the the head scratcher was why did she put her name down in the French version as one thing and then in other mm-hmm. translations as another thing and it was because you you know she very calculated she like you said the one chick was like she knew exactly what she was doing she tried to kind of camouflage mm-hmm. what was what was her supposed hidden family name yeah or the name that she was given as as that the hidden that, child yeah. name because when you get into France or Belgium that name would have you know given her away mm-hmm. so, but then yeah so so that chick kind of was like what's going on with this um, and then the amazing yeah the amazing little Belgian genealogist evelyn heindel who was a holocaust survivor and was she a hidden child uh i believe so yeah yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure she was yeah, too and so yeah you, you yeah you could just you could see i think that, that she too... was like are you kidding me like are you kidding me mm-hmm. that that was like really kind of upsetting i'm like i don't want her to be like sad yeah. or like disappointed like just in the human condition because she's yeah. like the, the number of people that she must have known and and she she went to Auschwitz and she she's like I didn't know where to put the star of David for my my parents and my grandmother and my cousin and then I'm having to research this bullshit mm-hmm. where it's like you you got you got lucky like you were mm-hmm. one of the lucky ones and yeah. you're gonna fucking try to profit off of this or True. you know try to steal try to steal trauma from other people again trauma can't be 
But using it as a marketing tool. Trauma can't be like measured and like, okay, mm-hmm. how many points of trauma do you have and what have you gone mm-hmm. through and how many points does that earn you? But yeah, but just maybe like, just don't exploit other yeah, people. Just don't straight out yeah. make up. Maybe, maybe. Because your, your, your trauma is your trauma and it's valid. And um, One, I think the same thing. She could have told her story. And that could have been compelling enough. And even the, like she could have pulled back at any point and been like, and then I even was going to go down this and this is not true. And this is where, you know what I mean? At any point she could have turned the shit, you know? I just loved the little, the little gal. The hell is her first name again? Evelyn. Evelyn. Yeah. Cause she was just on it. She's like, maybe she wasn't even a Jewish hidden child. Um, well, this is what, but that's the thing. People that investigate Holocaust, especially like oh, yeah. beyond finding, like the researchers are so like, they know their resources and they're ferocious. Like they're, they are hound dogs. They're going to find right. the, you know what I mean? And every little scrap of information that they, that they can. And then the same thing, like look at all the people, they're still wartime. They were still finding, uh, Nazis, like war criminals, like even recently, like because they, they they just they do not they're not letting go. They're like they're they're taking these investigations and they're every generation is just picking up where the last left off, and and that's just amazing to me. And it's definitely one of those things where um, I'm not smart enough to do it, so I'm glad like little little old Jewish ladies are doing it because mm-hmm. they're fucking good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's just like the records, it, it's a, a shame that some things are lost, mm-hmm. um, just because books start to break down eventually, or they, you know, burn up in a fire. But again, your fucking laptop could burn yeah. up somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just seeing all the handwritten, uh, documents and the de- and the fucked up thing, like how even the, the Nazis mm-hmm. record keeping was incredibly detailed, um it's just so that all even the, the clips of that was somehow like so gross or because it, it makes it real because it's the details and the record keeping of it for the piece like let's keep records of the people we're just slaughtering it's such mm-hmm. a weird thing to want to document but it's kind of incredible that they did because those people do well, get to be acknowledged in, having lived in germany and not to be horribly uh, prejudiced or racist or whatever this is the germans are annoyingly organized <laughs> and obsessively organized i yeah i had a boss literally tell me if you don't spill then you don't have to clean up like that was that's his not, answer that's not being organized that's just being I mean, it's, I'm just it's saying, but true. that's true. Yeah, but he, he literally was So he's like, a Nazi because he tells the truth? <laughs> I was saying he was a Nazi, and you My do goodness. not call people Nazis in Germany. I know. you. What'd you tell me? I get over there. Mm-hmm. I don't know which way is fucking up. Mm-hmm. I'm on a train. I don't think I've ever been on a train before. No, I, may, I might have been on trains before. I got my big bag of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going on. And you're like, hey. <laughs> hey. I'm like, what? Don't. A. Don't say the N word while you're here. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like dumbstruck. I'm like, I don't say the N word anyways. anyways. What do you what think the, I am? What? Do you, what? Think? do you think because I come to like a different time zone or like a different continent that I'm suddenly going to start being a horrible racist? And you're like, no, don't, don't fuck around. And like, don't call 
don't call especially the police or anybody like a Nazi. And I was like, well, now I'm afraid I'm going to say it. Like that wouldn't have even entered my mind. And you're like, you will straight up go to fucking jail like longer than if you murdered somebody. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go to jail know. then longer uh, than if I murdered somebody. I, I actually fucking don't know how true that was, but that was literally. Again, it scared, it was scared me. What was like, everybody I'm... thought, you know what I mean? Like all the Americans, we didn't know what the rules were or what. But if somebody generally heard, speaking, yeah, somebody don't heard, fucking yeah, use exactly. the N word. I'm like, now I don't know if I, I, it honest, I don't even think that that word even entered my mind totally. when I got there. Um, cause I was just looking for Dick. Not to otherwise, um, <laughs> found a couple. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't end up saying that mm-hmm. to anybody. Yeah. But like, don't call the police. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening over here that we're encountering the police? Like immediately and on a regular basis. And then I got drunk for the first time when I was over there. I was like, oh, it's conceivable that yeah, I end up totally. fucking getting thrown in the clink. Um, yeah. So good record keepers. Uh, yeah, but it was, it was definitely like, it's such, it's such a little, like, God, that's a thing. Like you guys are keeping records. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you guys kept records and now people can be acknowledged. And like, what an yeah, amazing, truly. Uh, an amazing silver lining, if it can even be considered that. Um, and then lying ass bitches can be found. Out. Exactly. So yes. Yeah, so, okay. So the reason the publisher was about trying to like discover the, in- she also, like, yeah, because she fine. wanted to get the ruling overturned, not because she yeah. wanted like somebody to be found out for, I, I mean, it is, but it also was that, that, I mean, it was her name. Yeah. So she was, and she's like, I was going to be ruined. And it's like, yeah, well, Maybe you shouldn't have been trying to capitalize on this chick's story. You get what you get. No. No. It was bad all around. Yeah. It was bad all around. And being misrepresented. And that literally is what. Being being called out for like stealing royalties or for taking somebody's name from them. Like that's a terrible feeling. Mm -hmm. That's literally what scam artists take advantage of is greed. That's the, oh, that's yeah. the pressure. They're like, I get you. I'll, I'll do you one better. You're a... greedy. I'm going to fuck you up yeah. on your greed. And then my greedy ass is going to win. There's a really good book um, that I read. I can't remember the name of it. The Hungry they... Caterpillar? No. <laughs> they talked about there, there was like this young kid and she was. Had her, Misha she was and being, the Wolves. No, she was being taken care of by like the scam artist aunt and uncle. The professional. No. And she goes and the aunt tells her everybody's got a hole. You just got to find what it is. That's oh. no. And meaning. Uh, wait, I thought day. we have three. <laughs> no. Meaning that if it, it could be. Lust. I have your thumb up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put this thumb in someone's hole. It, your hole could be lust. Your hole mm. could be greed. Yeah. Your hole could be a greedy. Mm. greedy I call my, I call hole. my hole. <laughs> greed <laughs> lust. <laughs> the greed lust hole. <laughs> greed lust. Go on. <laughs> Your whole mm. gamble. What, what else could my whole like be? Everybody. Mm, it's a gamble, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, mm. just basically, and and that scam artist, like you just, and she was telling her niece, put you a just scam gotta, artist you in your hole. <laughs> she said, if you just gotta find, in order mm. to get somebody to do what you want, you just gotta find their hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to be a scam artist. <laughs> Sold. Mm. Ah, all right. All this well, talk about holes has me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we should go now. So Morgan can go uh, fill my fill, fill mine or other people's holes. Yes. 
with with her greed and lust. <laughs> <laughs> Some lust on it. Um, so takeaway, I did like I I liked the the measure mm-hmm. of it. You know the the flow, the pace was good. Um, it did throw you a little bit of a curveball where it's like, wait, wait, <laughs> double. She's full of shit. So that was an interesting, like, little twist. Um, and it the, the townspeople, like, the, the friends of, of hers that were interviewed, really, it's, you know, it's, like, small town. Or what is it? Small town, big family, whatever it was. It's like, oh, like, dude, come on. These people are just trying to be good neighbors, literally, at their own expense. Because um, they seemed lovely and genuine. And I'm sure there's a couple bitches in there in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then our, our sweet little... Um, Evelyn, and then the other, the genealogist stateside, like they're mm. tenacious, yeah. So yep. good on them. Or, um, and I mean, I figured like, just don't be a liar. Yes. The takeaway. Oh, and donate blood and platelets. Why? That's gonna be our new thing when we say goodbye. Decided right now. Oh yeah, because that's Morgan's. Sh- thing and literally we record this every week when she goes, not well, well every, every two, weeks, two weeks yeah when she goes to donate platelets and she has done it so many times almost 75 times she's coming yeah. up on 75 i don't have a hobby and she's got scar tissue and it hurts now because she's got scar tissue from being stabbed so many times her holes <laughs> my are, holes are scar tissue and angry my holes are watching tv under a nice cozy blanket for a couple hours every couple of weeks and not feeling good enough so I, she has to try to save people i yeah i just want to balance meanwhile she's like the best person so donate platelets so my sister doesn't <laughs> lose her arms and <laughs> they're just gonna fall off so my sister's no, but get a break <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like it's the only thing i'm good at shut up you're it's true so I, I just ha- happen to have I mean, a high you're not stupid you're really smart but you're stupid for saying that. <laughs> but it's, I was talking, I was talking to my coworker and she's not able to, she and her daughter, her daughter tried for the first time, like at a college blood drive thing. And because of the condition that her mother, my coworker's mm-hmm. mother passed away from, um, because it, it could be hereditary. The situation with her mom, it wasn't, it was, mm-hmm. you know, they did a, they did an autopsy and what have you. Um, she's bummed. She's like, I, I, because now I have a, that's what they ask you. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever had a relative that's passed away that had this condition? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it excludes them from ever being able to again. And that's kind of a bummer. And, um, so there's, there, are, you know, there, are, if you're anemic, you can't mm-hmm. do these things. So it shrinks the, the pool of donors, um, and, it, you know, she's bummed out. And then you go on the website and they're like, hey, you can't donate because of whatever medical or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go and be a volunteer. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can drive the, you can fucking volunteer to drive the, the van around. Oh, and I want to do around. that. I want to do that. <laughs> um, that's normally probably not the response that they're looking for. Because yeah. it sounds like you're going to go fucking. Blood van? You're just going to start fucking also, like water great, balloon uh, fucking attacking great, people with bags blood, of blood. Yeah. Except you wouldn't because you'd pass out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it would be the safest. You're like, I'm not looking back there. I can't. Yeah. I can't look in the rear mirror. Like blood band would be a great band name. Blood band. Um, so yeah, I it's like just a scary a horror movie. You, yeah. 
you just because people are limited you just got to talk about it enough so that mm-hmm. somebody they're you know you're the one that got me into it mom donated blood when we were younger mm-hmm. and i just was always kind of scared too because, because her arms would bruise from breaking for a foot yeah up, yeah, yeah like yeah i was so worried that, scary. that they would super do that keloids, but that's the way she's made it's just not it's not there's yeah we don't keloid well, and also, too, it's like, am I going to get woozy after I donate? Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't know until you do it. Totally. So you hosted the the bus, mm-hmm. and I did it. And I was like, cool. Like, I didn't pass out. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, or blood squeezy, mm-hmm. I guess. And and then, yeah. So it's just, you talk about it so that people are exposed to it. So they're like, oh, maybe I should try this and not True. be selfish and keep all my blood. But you I don't need all your donate, blood. Since I, since I you donated last on March 19th, 2020. Because that was the day that we oh, were yeah. ordered shelter in place. Totally. And that but girl, Christy, even... was on shift today. And I think she's the one that drew you. And she's super nice. And yeah. she doesn't normally draw me. Well, no. But what I'm saying, though, is that I think since doing the hosting the van at the, the old business, I think I only donated three times. Since yeah. Then, if that. It's kind of like, rude. I know. I need it. But that's the thing. But I also have a very, very strong phobia of needles you did it though and yeah. when you did and it, I know you did each it. time it does get easier um but yeah and, and until you develop so much say, scar tissue that it totally. fucking hurts and i will say for those that are like me and do not like needles it is they're really good at it and you just look the other way and it is i don't a ever look pinch and then you're done and it's and then it, it literally like it don't i usually only take about 15 minutes because i'm bloody you know? <laughs> yeah, no, they, when I donated whole blood for the first time, literally they have a machine, right? Where they're mm-hmm. like watching, whatever. And the guy on the bus was like, whoa. And he like mm-hmm. tilted the machine to one of the other people on the bus. I was like, what? And he goes, it's just going really fast. I'm like, my blood wants out of my body. This is a sinking fucking ship. It's like, she, it's like this, really annoying. this bitch doesn't take care of herself. Put us in somebody that gives a fuck and um, maybe won't die in the next six <laughs> years um, you're a platelet factory so, so yeah i mean again it's just something that you're good at some people are good at fucking teaching illiterate people how to read mm-hmm. i i just can sit and watch tv and chill but you know if it speaks to you give it a go and they say they're like give it give it one or two tries whether it's platelets or whole whole blood's way less involved yeah it's a way shorter it process is. yeah I have not worked and even up the platelets. everybody you got to go in and do a single needle because then you can move one arm um even if everybody just tried it once, just imagine mm-hmm. how much could be put into the into True. the coffers because it's not something that you can have a synthetic version of. It's no. not like I mean, we can have synthetic versions of not heroin. until Tesla until the Tesla version comes out. You can have synthetic versions of yeah. uh, dopamine mm-hmm. and all. You can have a synthetic version of it of a Tesla. Let's <laughs> call it. I don't no, know. <laughs> I don't know. They haven't named it yet. No. Um, so yeah, so. Whatever. Yeah, donate something or drive the blood van. <laughs> like me. Steal a, steal a blood van <laughs> and just start raining out bags of blood. As you, you get see blood. Blood. You, you get, get a blood. bag of blood. You want a pint, B? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Have Follow a- and like subscribe. Yeah. And blood van. If and- to do it, they're going to do it. That's hot because I do that. So I'm not, I feel like I don't want to say that because that's booty. Donate blood and platelets. Blood van. Know your holes. <laughs> so don't let somebody artist. don't let somebody fill your holes unless Yes. Don't let anybody take advantage of your holes. Unless okay? it's consensual. Know your holes and don't let anybody take advantage. Blood van your holes. Bye bye.